0: This is Self-Guided, the podcast for real self-empowerment where I share the wisdom that I've collected as a feminine embodiment coach. It's everything that's helped me and my clients get off the addictive cycle of finding a flop within yourself to fix and instead step into radical self-acceptance. Because honestly, we were never broken. Please enjoy. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of season one of Self-Guided, Heartfelt Resolutions for the Self-Guided. So are you someone who likes to make New Year's resolutions? Are you someone who stands firm against them? In either case, I want you to listen to this episode before you make a decision, like either way, being self-guided when dreaming up your next goal because it's really the same process, will get you much better results than if you are not self-guided. It all boils down to how you treat yourself when you're making and putting together your resolution or your goal. By the end of this podcast, or when you have your new goal set up, what I really want for you is to be able to say yes to the following questions. Am I honoring myself, my values, my desires? Yes. Am I doing this for me out of respect for myself? Yes. And am I setting myself up for success? Yes. I've talked about goal setting on the podcast before. Actually, come to think of it, it may be the topic I've talked about the most. It is seriously one of those areas in my life where, where um I've always excelled at putting it all together, at creating goals. But I was always so hard on myself, so it also became an area where I eventually developed so much wisdom as I learned to do it differently than how I had been doing it. The wisdom came from all of the trial and error and finding what works for me, not what others were telling me should work for me. And of course, this is my usual disclaimer, asking you to be discerning. What I share is what works for me, or has worked and may not always work, but has worked for me. And you get to experiment. You also get to toss out what doesn't resonate. Now, this podcast is called Self-Guided. So before we move on with the episode, consider taking a pause to decide what your intention is in listening on. You know mine, I've already shared it. I want you to be able to say yes, that you are honoring yourself. Your values and your desires, you are setting this goal for yourself out of respect for yourself, and that you are setting yourself up for success. But what about you? What are you wanting to get from this podcast episode? Take a pause aside and let's go on. Today I want to take a topic that most women I know base many of their goals around the body. The body is so important in being self-guided, being able to listen to its messages and express your beingness in the world. Unfortunately, we hear so many messages about how our bodies should be that we disconnect with our own desires for our bodies in favor of having it look or perform a certain way, the way we were told it was supposed to. I don't know about you, but I certainly grew up Hearing family members, friends talking about how this year would be the year they would finally lose the baby weight. Never mind that the baby was now in their twenties. Or sometimes it was about habits that would change, like no more sugar, no more flour, etc. That's not even uh, taking into account what I would read as magazine covers growing up about New Year resolutions. They echoed what I heard in my family. Here's what's interesting. Those goals in themselves are not bad. You can decide that you want to lose weight. That's not bad if they come from your values and that you are happy with them. Unfortunately, most of the goals I mentioned, they weren't from their own honest desires. They were driven by wanting to fit in or be desired by someone else and very little to do with their own good honest desires that would come from within. And so I want to share with you today one very specific goal in my life regarding my body and how, how I would go about it differently today or give you a hint or an insight into what I'm doing different this year. And they relate. So even as someone who accepts their body and finds great joy being in their body, I still like to have body goals sometimes. And what I hope is that you'll pick up on the self-honoring that's driving them now and the complete lack of body shame. So a few years ago, I had set a goal to be able to complete the Ashtanga primary series in 12 weeks. It's a type of yoga. You don't need to know all the details. I was pretty much a complete beginner. But I had set as a goal that in 12 weeks, I would be able to do the complete um, primary series in Ashtanga Yoga. I thought it was such a good goal. In itself, it could have been. But when I dug in to really find why I had set that goal, I realized I was driven by desires that were not my own. Okay, so why did I want to be able to complete the primary series? Yes, part of it was because of all of the health benefits. But there was something else underneath it all. I would finally be in shape, flexible and strong. So then I could be proud of my body. Then I would be desirable. What does this really mean? Well, it means that, or at least I made it mean that I could finally have permission to be proud of my body once it was different. That that was conditional on having a certain shape be a certain amount of flexibility and strength. I was discounting that my body, as it was, had a shape, an amount of flexibility and strength that was already pretty decent. I also realized how I hadn't taken my current body's capabilities into account and had this fantasy of what my body could do if I just kept pushing it stuck to my calendar. Again, this could be a body resolution or goal that is aligned with your values, but it really wasn't for me. It was based on what I had internalized and inherited as being, you know, hot in the fitness world, not on what was alive for me and within me. Oh, and I did it all with this idea that I would have reached my body goals through a healthier and more spiritually accepted path than the ones I had tried before. A lot of sneaky ways that my brain continued the same narrative I had about my body, but it just sort of put a a prettier coat on it, a prettier dress on it. But nothing had really changed. I learned so many important lessons with this particular goal. I had not explored the internalized shame I had about my body before setting the goal. And so it was always going to have this tinge of fixing something based on beauty and fitness standards that were not necessarily my own. I had not checked in to see what my baseline what my body was able to do before setting the goal. And so it was starting from maybe not a completely dishonest place, but definitely not a fully honoring and honest acceptance of what I could do with my body at the time. This may need a little bit more explanation. So a little tangent here. The yoga practice that I was trying to do has head headstands? Handstands? Couldn't remember. And I couldn't get my legs all over my head in the first variation where it was actually recommended to put your elbows on the ground and form a triangle with your head as additional support and then move your way to a full headstand. Maybe handstand, shoulder stance, whatever it was. Also, can I just, another tangent, add right here that even this idea of a first variation is not conducive to body acceptance. It has this implied idea that it's not good enough. Just like the idea of full expression of a pose implies that you're not doing the full series Um, unless you do it in full expression of each pose. Now, that's not true of all teachers, maybe not even true of the teachers I was learning from at the time, but it's an interesting tidbit that you may want to consider if you truly care about body acceptance and are trying to push yourself to a full or complete expression of a pose. Interesting. Because I certainly fell for that because I hadn't thought about it at all, really. The other Big lesson was that I got these little dopamine hits every time I planned because I believed it would make me better, more worthy somehow. That's why I'm sharing this with you now at a time when so many are creating new resolutions. Consider the full impact of this resolution before setting it. And on the flip side, if you don't set any, would you decide to set one if it was more self guided? Now, when I set intentions for the year ahead, I do so from knowing myself first, having worked through the shame I had about my body and using my values as the springboard to envision what could be fun for me this time around. In a more concrete way, I write out my values and check that they are mine and not someone else's. Then I allow for my imagination to come up with all sorts of different ways that I could live from that value. I pick an intention from this brainstorm, and I'm willing to start testing and adjusting as I go. This year, the values that come up with my body is authentic expression. From my recent knee pain, which you might know about if you follow me on Instagram, I know that there's like a restriction there. And so I'm opting to find ways to be kind to my knees and help support, especially that left knee, so that I may continue to move in the ways that my body desires to, and that made me really happy. I allowed my imagination to come up with different ways that I could do this and settled on focusing on mobility. In the past, I would have probably tried to reinforce my knee with strength training. But I sense that I need more gentleness first. So that's what I'm going to experiment with. As we speak or as I'm recording this, you don't have an exact goal with the mobility and I'm okay with that because it's not about getting to something. It's about creating more ease and movement. I know how to keep track of how my body feels now and will use that to um, help me gauge as I go. And I'm likely to pivot, at least some, as my knee improves. I can sincerely say that I am honoring myself, my values, and my desires. I am doing this for me and out of respect for me. And I am setting myself up for success again. Accepting my body doesn't mean I never have new goals for it. The goals are so much more aligned with my truest expression of my desires. They're for me and no one else. Goal setting, resolutions, all of it. Can be a beautiful and enriching experience when done from self-guidance. Now, as a little bonus, I will tell you that I like to set my goals from a place of deep presence and calm, usually after having done an embodiment practice or meditation. It goes hand in hand in a way. My experience has been that the more I am able to be present, the more I hear the messages from my body. The more I hear the messages from my body, the more I am able to set value-based intentions. The more I'm able to set value-based intentions, the more I am able to accept myself and my body. And the more I am able to accept myself in my body, the more I am able to be present in my body. And so it keeps going. It continues to nourish and feed itself. That is my offering for you this week. Please share this episode with your friends who are setting goals right now as we move into the new year. Until next time, love to each and every one. you're new to feminine embodiment, or want to know how to better tap into your body's wisdom, I've got just the resource for you. I created the Is This For Me guide to help you find out exactly how your body is speaking to you and letting you know if something is a full body. Yes, or not. You can grab the guide at dominicvandel.com slash links, that's D O m-i-n-i-q-u-e-v-a-n-d-a-l dot com slash links l-i-n-k-x that's right with an s and guess what the guide is specifically designed to see if a program course or coach is for you and let's be real you can use this guide for everything thank you so much for spending your precious time with me